you've already heard it all. But now you resonate. The world has pushed you out of what you thought you knew, your comfort zone, and into this strange place, this slightly off reality. Welcome to the Truth Serum Podcast, hosted by the controversial and funny Dom Bates, author, mother, human, and all-round thought leader. The time has come to realign your essence with your experience. We all know this world is changing. You're here now because you've personally felt it, and your reality has reflected the Truth Serum Podcast, getting to the root of what really is. And now, Dawn Bates. Right then. Um, I today have someone on with me who is not only a thought leader, one of my favorite molecule shakers, um, but I also call him the master of the mic. Um, he's my co-host of the Sacral Series. And he's the host of the Mental Mastery Alliance, and you've just heard his voice in the intro. Um, and today he is uh, not only a fellow dancer in conversation, but I'm sure there's going to be lots of giggles. <laughs> uh, please welcome the epic human, Mr. Adam Walton, um, who is the one who helped me uh, get this podcast off the ground. So welcome, Adam, and thank you so much for joining me today. The epic human. That sounds like a lot of fun. I'm not really that epic. I, uh, I do some stuff sometimes, but yeah, it's kind of funny. I thought I forgot that it would be, uh, it would be my voice doing the intro uh, for this. The one and only time this voice has ever done an intro. I didn't even <laughs> do my own. Um, that's actually kind of fun. So yeah, I, I, I hope this, this is episode three or four, I'm sure. Um, but I hope, you know, uh, by episode a million, you're doing uh, great and amazing things. So what's going on, Don? What are we doing today? What's going on? What's happening? I'm not telling you what's happening. We're just going to dance. We're just going to dance in the conversation like we always do. Mm. But I know that you are just more than a podcast host um, and, you know, editor and all of this stuff that you, what do you call yourself? An audiophile? <laughs> I do, yeah. yeah that, that just, I was like, what, what's that, an MP3 or an MP4? Uh, <laughs> I'm done. Like, my head just goes other places. But, um, what else do you do, Adam? Cause I, I know that you're a bit of a coach, aren't you really? Yeah, just a bit. Um, I have a longstanding coaching business. Uh, I work with a select clientele of people who want to, um, achieve a little bit more. So I'm not a woo woo juju coach, uh, although it might come across that way. I'm not an individual uh, who advertises his services. Uh, there's no need for me to advertise my service. I'm not trying to sell myself to anyone. Uh, my business is for the most part word of mouth, uh, but it is to a specific clientele. It is to a clientele who has literally succeeded in everything the world told them to succeed in, uh, and they're still miserable. So anyone that you know went to school, got good grades, went to college, got that elite job that they wanted, made their millions, got the wife, got the white picket fence, got the three-car garage, did it all, and now they're standing around going, what the fuck is next? Oh, can I swear on this show? Sorry about that. My apologies. You're a bit of a potty mouth, so it might be possible. I don't know. <laughs> I am not. My apologies okay. again. <laughs> I'll tone down the language, make this PG. But it is... it's not for It's not for children. <laughs> I had assumed it wasn't. Um, yeah, so, so uh, I don't know. Like, There's no real title that I like to give myself. There's no real anything. Uh, I just essentially like to work with specific people. Um, and, and anyone that is asking the questions or wonders if I'm a proper fit, uh, they'll be good. Anyone that thinks I'm not a proper fit. Thank you very much. You know, I'm not, I'm not here looking to, to hunt people down. Uh, and this is something that blows people away too, because my background was elite and high ticket sales. So essentially I could sell anything to anyone, you know, uh, at any price. Uh, and I, I walked away from, from that entire profession to sort of fall more into uh, my personal alignment. Uh, so yeah, I take on about 10 clients uh, a year and we just, we work until they're a hundred percent satiated and, and satisfactory with, with where they want to be. Uh, we just sort of basically change perspectives uh, and we, we excel. 
I didn't mean to giggle at that point, but I was like, can you ever be satiated? Yeah, 100%. Uh, being satiated is is waking up and not being bored, not demanding more. I had a friend of mine, uh, he made a post the other day and he he's living in the world that I came from. And what he had said was, you know, he he's he had just put on the show. Uh, he had he had multiple speakers come with him. He was the keynote. Uh, they, it was a huge event. There was thousands of people in attendance. He's, he's out of Texas, by the way, in case people are still COVID crazy. Uh, and he said, I'm done now. The event is over. It was the high of my life at this moment in time. It was everything I'd work towards right now. And he said, I, I'm empty again. I need to do it again. I need to do it bigger this time. And I remember being in that mentality years ago. And, and, and the whole world tells you to just keep doing it, keep doing more. Uh, the problem with that, again, is the lack of satiation. That was a fun word to say a long time. Sure. And if, if you're hunting down a bigger, badder hunt, you're going to maintain a certain amount of depression inside you, a certain amount of crazy, if you can never scratch that itch. Even while you're scratching it, you're like, oh, there's a bigger one coming up behind. <laughs> so, yes, you can be satiated. Yes, you can have enough. I currently have enough. Um, I have more than enough. I'm very content with what I'm doing. I'm not, I know I don't work for money. I don't work for praise. I don't work for anything other than the desire to wake up and create and be who, what needs to be. Um, that to me is, is beauty. I haven't been bored in like three years. Let's just put it that way. I'm pretty excited about everything. What are you excited about now? Just work. Everything. Work. Um, but is it work though? No. I was about to say, I don't mean work as in, oh, I got to get up and go to work. I mean, the ability to help people, the ability to create a freedom lifestyle, um, just the ability to sort of contribute to anyone. Because for years, and you'll, you can hear this from any healer or anyone that does what I do, um, we all come from shit. Like we come from a background of absolute garbage and bullshit. We weren't the greatest people. So when you spend half of your life just being a pile of shit because you absolutely hate yourself to finding true love within yourself and trying to create that existentially. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful feeling. It's an absolutely beautiful feeling to go from like suicidally depressed to abundantly overjoyed. Uh, and that's what I curate. Th those are the flames that I feed uh, fuel, what have you, the lions that I feed in my head. Um, and, and it's, it's the experience that I appreciate having. There's no need to get bored, you know, and there's, there's just, there's just, there's whimsy in everything. It's fantastic. All right then. So you were saying there, because I was having this conversation with um, uh, Amber, she's on my team. We were talking about how she gets what I say. And there's a lot of people that understand what you say, but not everybody gets us. Mm -hmm. We're in that space where, because I'm like, you, yeah, I get up, I'm so excited to wake up. I'm like, yes! Like, let's just do stuff! <laughs> now, obviously, that stuff has, you know, like, I have my mind map and, you know, all the things that I'm being. And the reason why I said, can you ever be satiated is because I see all these people that they just want to have more and more and more and more and more and more and more stuff. And I, my whole, all my possessions I carry around the world with me in a backpack. Mm -hmm. I don't want more stuff. It's like being, to use a sailing analogy, it's just like an anchor. But there are so many people that are just existing in the moment that are in that trap of, I haven't even got time to think about all this other stuff that's going on in the world. I haven't even got time to think about, you know, what it is I might want a coach for. I mean, we're called coaches today, you know, like I've been doing this work for over 20 years and I really wanted to slap you yesterday. <laughs> you messaged me and said my children were in their 20s. I was like, oh, that was a bit hard. I was like, really got me because I was like, oh gosh. And I really did some maths, but because I was, Thinking about, you know, what were we going to talk about? Like, you know, I like to dance in conversations. I like to see what comes up. But one of the things Amber was saying is that there are so many people that haven't got the capacity to even think about 
stuff outside of life you know and like their daily life like making sure they've got to the end of the month and everything is paid or making sure they've got to the end of the month and the kids clothes are washed or making it to the end of the month and or just making it through the day they haven't got this capacity and then there are us people like ourselves and the people that we work with that are you know we're achieving these things uh that people see on the outside but all of it comes from just being in that moment of just pure excitement and lack of boredom and we have this capacity to think about the other stuff that's going on how do we in your view do we help people go from being in the space where they can't even comprehend like my sister doesn't she she said to me what because I don't know how you can even think about God because I don't even have time to know whether he exists or not like how do you get to the thinking of all this stuff dawn I don't even have the capacity to even just she goes from you know like waking up doing the stuff with the kids doing the housework doing this doing this doing it. there's not a lot of joy in a lot of people's lives because they're just so worried about everything like how do you how do we help these people migrate through that process of not being able to think and then shifting to the next level and then the next level did i just do an adam <laughs> there's a lot of talking right there um yeah, and i appreciate it an but, but i can i can wrap it up in one word consistency uh, i'm not here to change anyone's opinions views mind or anything i'm here to be consistent in what i'm doing because i appreciate what i'm doing um, my Instagram account is 30,000 strong, which by the way, I just got shadow banned again. Again. Nuts. It's ridiculous. <sighs> now I'm shadow banned. I don't know what it was. It might've been that we advertised the, the psychedelic mushrooms on the website and I used Instagram to do it. I don't know what happened, but it, it's, it's getting to be such a pain in the ass. Now, regardless of that, it's funny because it, it is what it is. If things don't go the way you want them to, it's an opportunity to adapt. Um, but to answer your question specifically, I don't do anything. I don't try to change anybody anymore. I don't do my best to convince somebody of something that they don't want to see. Every single individual is on a journey that they want to be on. So it's not up to me to use my perspective to tell them what they need to do. It's, it's not up to me to be anything other than who I am. And the fun thing too is I'm not responsible for the image that other people have created of me in their minds. I'm not that guy. I am who I am. There's no two versions of you yourself that are identical to anybody else because the person you think you are, the person you think you need to defend and all that sort of stuff, that's your personal view of yourself. It, and, and anybody else can have met you in any other scenario or situation and have viewed you differently. So when it comes down to what people are doing, I'm not going to use my perspective to try to judge who they are. If they come to me and they ask certain questions and they want certain results, and I'm able to help, I'll explain to them how I'm able to help and how we can get there. But they've already laid the groundwork. Um, how they find me is by having laid that groundwork, having stumbled across my Instagram or one of my Facebook posts or one of my website articles or what have you, or this podcast or your podcast or my podcast. I just consistently put work out. I just consistently be myself. I am consistent. And those that are looking will find who and what they need to find. So for me, I don't have to change anybody or do anything or impress upon anybody anything. If you are who you are, chill, do it, be awesome. If you agree with me, great. If you don't, great. There's at no point do I give a shit, really. If you approach me and you want change and we're good to go and your energy is aces, let's do it. And you're going to have a blast. But aside from that, everything's up to perspective. See, I really like that because when people um, ask me, like when I've been doing some of these podcast interviews or I've been on these summits and um, people ask me, how would you like me to introduce you? I'm like, well, however you want to. Because it depends on how people have met me as to what their view of me is. To some people, I'm a badass sailor. To some people, I'm just a crazy lunatic. <laughs> to other people, I'm a dirty giggler. <laughs> A dirty a, giggler. All right. There we go. <laughs> Take that, Dirk Diggler. <laughs> to some people, you know, I am a coach. Some people, like, I'm 
Khaled's mother or I'm Nasa's mother or I'm I'm Kelt's owner or Chewy's owner. And like however people meet us and however people experience us really doesn't, like you say, it doesn't actually have anything to do with us. And there is that cliche that, you know, what other people think of you is none of your business. And I know that um, quite a few people that have worked with me or read my books are now telling me they, that when they get into the funk, they're asking themselves, what would Dawn do? <laughs> One of my sisters, she's going to get a mug with that on just to remind herself. And I'm like, but it's not about what I do. And like you were just saying, it's not about what you do. It's not about who you are. It's about what you mirror to who they are and what they are aspiring to. I want to ask you, when you were growing up or when you had that, like, was there anyone that you aspired to be? Um, like, did you have, like, a role model that you wanted to be like that particular person? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. No. Uh, I understand the question. I understand where you're going with that. And, and you know, so many people do. Mm. I never did. I never, I never looked up to anyone and, and was like, wow, you're so amazing. I looked up, I, I, I looked up at people looked up at, cause I was short when I was younger, whilst I was growing. Oh, how tall are you? Are you like uh, the rest of the Americans? Especially in North America, like five foot. <laughs> the rest of the Americans, what? I'm six foot one. I'm not that tall. Are you? Oh. I'm not. A, I'm not a Sam Squanch over here. I don't know what you're talking about. And to everyone that's over six foot one, man, what the hell are you eating? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I can't even buy trainers in Brazil <laughs> or clothes. I can't find a lot of clothes or trainers here in Brazil. So you're just a naked chick with no shoes running around Brazil. Is that what's happening right now? Is that what I'm hearing? Keep an eye out, ladies and gentlemen. She's not hard to miss. <laughs> I'm the only redhead. <laughs> redhead. The only natural redhead running around naked. Without any damn shoes. <laughs> I have just walked it back along the beach. You know, I was like, oh, this sounds really hot. It was like, I felt like that little iguana that was in that. Hot, hot, hot. I don't know if you've seen that ad or whether that's just in Britain. But, <laughs> but again, I like the because the thing is, like, lots of people say, oh, who do you want to be? Or like, when I've been speaking to branding experts, they're like, who do you want to be? Who, like, Think of all of the the people whose brands you like and business. And I'm like, I don't want to be like anyone else. I just want to be me. Mm -hmm. what, what it, and it's interesting how everybody I know that's on this trajectory of and in this place of just being happy and just being contented and excited and just being, none of us that I've found so far have had someone that they've looked up to that they want to be like. Not found one person yet. Well, when I was younger, there was a, a band called Nirvana. And one of the quotes from the lead singer was Kurt Cobain. And he had said, the desire to be somebody else takes away from the ability to be who you are. Mm. And if you, are. if you look at everyone the way they are now, we are a result of our influences. And our influences are often television, movies, these guys, this, this whole image. So basically since birth, we've been, we've been lied to about a certain type. We would make fun of fat people. The skinny people were obviously an issue. Unless you were pitch perfect, you were, you know, you were invaluable. Um, if you were ugly, there was makeup. If you had shitty hair, you could straighten it. If you had straight hair, you could curl it. The world was, the world was designed to tell you that you're garbage. Mm. So everybody just went around pretending to be garbage and then trying to overcompensate for it. Um, and this is, this is a truth. So once you break out of that mentality and that mindset, then yeah, you can absolutely create something more. Um, the, the, the thought of trying to be somebody else is just somebody who's locked in the system. So, you know, whatever you want to call the system or refer to the system, the matrix, whatever. Once you break out of that and you truly can break out of that, it, 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 everything just sort of kind of falls into place. Like you start seeing things, you start acting accordingly, you start making steps. I mean, everything you're doing right now is a result of everything you, everything you have right now is a result of everything you did yesterday. And everything that you have tomorrow will be a result of the effort and work that you put in today. So all these people with all these ideas that I can't have, or I can't do this, or I can't do that, just fucking do it. Like shut up about it and just do it. 
you can complain about it all you want. But when you can get on and do it. <laughs> yeah. But you're going to get those results. If you want to sit around and bitch and moan, that's up to you. If you want to get results, do it. Because no matter what you want, every single thing that you could possibly imagine that you want right now has been shown to you. There isn't a single thing out there that somebody thinks, I want this, and I've never seen it before, and I never knew it existed. So if you've never seen something before, you can't want it. So if you've seen it, you've been influenced by it. And if you've been influenced by it, that means somebody else already has it, which means you yourself can attain it once you break out of the limiting beliefs that we have. And that's where we stand right now, because every single belief that we do have is a limiting belief. Everything that we believe to be a fact is preventing us from consistently doing the research and looking further into something. Arrogance, ignorance, it all stems from the same thought process, the same ideology. Okay, so one of the things that um, I'm hearing there um, to, is that Darren Brown came up, he's an illusionist, uh, and the programming that we're seeing. Um, and he, one of the day, what I remember once I saw um, a clip of a program when I was at my mum's. It's the only time I ever get to the CTV is when I'm at my mum's. Um, and there were, he was doing um, a show where he was showing how influences are made. And it's like when you see things repeatedly, um, whether you see them out of the corner of your eye or whether you see them like on a sign or you're seeing them like on the TV and all these messages are repeated to you, like you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not right, you don't look good, you're not, you're not enough, you, you need to have this, like the advertising campaigns and things like that that we're seeing, all these signs. One of the things I was saying to uh, one of the Uber drivers that brought me up the coast here in Brazil, I actually was asking him, completely in Portuguese, I was so impressed with my Portuguese, so impressed. Um, uh, I was like, why is it we never see in the north of Brazil any advertisements of the non-whites in imagery of doctors or business people or politicians because what they're seeing here in the north of Brazil, I mean, Brazil is like 10% of the people here are white. The rest are darker of varying degrees. And yet everybody in a what is seen as a prestigious position or like a veterinarian or a doctor or anything like that, they're all, all the adverts are white. And this is a, a compounding image that, uh, that anyone who's not white can't attain that. And this is the same thing that we're seeing. And I, I, I'm trying to avoid getting you set off on the COVID thing because I know that you talk about it a lot. And I know that it's really hard where you are in Canada at the moment. And I really wouldn't wish being in Canada at the moment on anyone. I really wouldn't because I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, really? Seriously? Um, but when you're constantly bombarded with the marketing campaign that's going on at the moment and all the signs in shops and this reminder, this visual reminder that something that exists doesn't exist. It's whether it is this virus thing or whether it's like the makeup or whether, I mean, I know I'm wearing makeup, but these images of um, like the perfect woman or like the perfect guy or the perfect way to do things or the perfect branding and all these stock photos that we're seeing. Like it makes, I find that with a lot of people, it makes it really intimidating for them to actually step up to their next level or actually believe that they cannot, they can achieve that. Do you not agree? I think that life is levels. I think that I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was a privy, I was a victim to the signs as well. I saw, you know, the athletes, I saw this, I saw that. Um, I saw it all. I was, I was living in the system, but it was the system itself that showed itself to me that allowed me to break out of it. So now when I see all of this stuff, I just, I see it. I just see that it's there. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't have anything to do with me. Uh, television's a joke, all of it. 24, like, literally everything that you see on television is, is, a, is designed to, to fuck with you. Um, and everything that you see up here, it's, it's all bullshit. I mean, it's all some sort of ritualistic, garbage the face masks with regards to covid 
Uh, one thing too, I will say, I won't get into a COVID rant, but I will say, I can't remember. Do you know when the, the summer solstice starts? Well, it depends which hemisphere you're in. Does it? Um, okay. I guess that's right. Kind of, I never even thought about that, but yeah, summer solstice. Uh, it's a horrible <laughs> thing. Um, this is summer 300 days of the year. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in the wrong country. Summer solstice. 20th. Okay. So with regard, we can timestamp this if you want, but with regards to the, 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 the lockdown limitations going away in Canada, watch it be on June 20th that they'll let us do stuff in keeping with the ritual that they're doing. So when you start seeing past the billboards and when you start seeing past the bullshit, you start seeing the playbook that they're using. And when you start seeing that, you realize that it, it's, it's hilarious. But here's, herein lies the rub. Once you wake up from the matrix and the surroundings that you're, you know, you're, you're, you're programmed into, and then you wake up into something else, you can actually wake up past that as well. You wake up past the bullshit. You wake up past the programming, past the elites, past the, past the oh no, the government's doing this. You wake up past all that shit. And you just realize that everybody's just, it's all just a show, all of it, regardless of anything. You needed certain things to wake you into certain levels and to see certain things, right? What's going what's gonna to make people elevate their game the most? Being beaten the fuck down, right? Nobody says, I've had the perfect day. I wish I had a little bit more. Let's see if I can't train myself to do more. It is a system of people that have been beaten down that want to elevate their premise, their prowess. So they work harder. They do things. They learn more. They act more. They read more. They see more. They be more. So without the negative, we don't have the opportunity to grow. And growth is what we're here for. Because every single time you figure out the maze, the maze itself changes. So we're not actually here to get out of the maze. We're here to experience the maze. And when you grasp that and understand that concept, virtually everything that you look at changes. Your questions change. Your reality changes. Your desire to be anxious or, or not changes. Everything is different. But it's all the same. It all looks the same. And I don't know what comes next, but it's been changing for me drastically. I have more than, I have an abundance of things. I give consistently. All my time, I give, I give to people that desire certain things, that can't afford certain things. I give uh, free advice. I give images, perceptions, ideas. I contribute as much as I can to anyone that's willing to look, but I'm not shoving it in anyone's face. If you're willing to look, I'm willing to help. And that's because I need to. That's because that's my role. That's where I am. That's where I'm happiest. And as much as this sounds terrible, it's not for you that I'm helping you. It's because I want to. And that's where, it, you know, it, it, life is what it's supposed to be. Like, I'm not a piece of shit. I'm not a terrible person. And I'm not a great person. I'm literally just an entity inside the maze with everybody else. What I see is what I see. How I see it is how I see it. Where we go from here, as Morpheus says, well, that's up to you. Okay. I like the maze analogy. I, um, I'm also going to ask you a question now about how, and this again is something that Amber and I were speaking about because I said to her, she goes, when did you wake up, Dawn? And I know that you say that you woke up around about 9-11. Um, and, but I was saying, I don't know whether, even when I was younger, I mean, my mom says that when I was four, I said to her, why are you always crying now? And that was one of the things that um, really triggered something within her that changed the trajectory of all of our lives um, in many ways. But I've always, I was always the child that would go and speak to all the foreigners in the village. I mean, there are only 200 people in the village I grew up in. Um, and I actually said to Amber, do you, I wonder if it's the fact that I took drugs in my teenage years that opened my mind that much further. But I've always been this curious creature that just wants to know why and how and what if and when can it be possible. And I know that when sometimes when I go to sleep and I'm doing my gratitude journal every day, like, and I go, you know what, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be in a whole new reality. And 
it is. I, I do wake up in a new reality because I've been so grateful um, of what's happening. And I wonder, because I know that you also, um, you partook. Um, I hope that's okay. <laughs> well, it's a bit late now. Isn't it? I loved drugs in every capacity. Whole <laughs> Yeah, I got, I got, I got nothing. To We've hide. already gone public with that over on your podcast with yeah, Patrick. <laughs> nothing to hide. <laughs> Do you think that that is? I mean, not that we're we're encouraging teenagers to go out and have farmer party. Well, no, don't have a farmer party if you're going to have a party. Do it. <laughs> like anyway, moving off that part. <laughs> not encouraging it, but the chemical generation that we were, um, because we are of a very similar age. When we wake up, I'm younger. Shut up. <laughs> you're here right now. I slap you. <laughs> Not that much younger. <laughs> but do you think that the fact that we did experience that, and those of us who did experience it, are um, able to conceive things a lot easier outside of this system or matrix or whatever they want to call it? No. Why not? Um, I think you like my answers. I'm a really good interviewer, but when you, when you interview me, it's like, yes, no, I got lots to say. I got lots to say on that. And, and the truth is um, I, I don't think that anybody that does anything that isn't me has anything other than the experiences that they have. Therefore, I'm not going to put my experiences on somebody else because I did a lot of drugs and I walked out of it wiser, but you could also do a lot of drugs and, and fuck your life up. <laughs> yeah. Right. So no, I don't think that, I don't think that that's a thing. I also, in my mind, when you talked about journaling and all this sort of stuff, like you're living in a world where that's where you have to do, that's what you have to do. I'm a writer. Right? It's like- yeah. That's, that's, that's the character you're playing. Right. So that you, you, you don't even like, most of us don't even know who we are. Right. If I said to you without using your name or a title, who are you? What's your answer? Are you asking me now? That's right. Without using a name or a title, who are you? I'm just energy. Yeah. Has anyone really fully, truly embraced that? Because there's this story going around that we need to be something. But what, what they don't understand, when I say the whole world's a stage, I mean every single thing is, is an act. Who, ladies and gentlemen listening to this show right now, who are you? What are you doing? This is, this, these are the fundamental questions that I talk about. So. When, we, when you talk about writing and journaling and all that sort of stuff, that's the character that you're playing in this movie, in this game, in this thing that we're doing. Like journaling to me is, is, is almost pointless. Aside from the fact that it gets you to the next place. And this is where I get lost or maybe sound ignorant or arrogant. But I loved blogging before the podcast. I had this huge blog. I loved it. My posts are intricate on either social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Now, apparently in 2021, they're fucking controversial. Um, my words are great. My podcast is the verbal essence of my words. And all of it's irrelevant. Other than the fact that it helps me articulate what I need to get out to then think about what is. But I don't live in a world where I have to... I have to podcast. I mean, I'm friends with, uh, I'll drop this guy's name. He's a really solid dude, Sam Crowley. He's got the longest running motivational podcast on iTunes. And he podcasts every single day. So for me to podcast every or to think I have to podcast every day to compete with him, that's where you get lost in the shuffle and that's where you get lost in the game. I'm not here to compete with anybody. I'll Sometimes I'll put 10 not podcasts up in a month. No, I won't compete with myself because the ideas that I had at one point, I need this to get there. Fuck it. I don't. It's like the shadow bands. The shadow bands on social media used to really drive me nuts because I put a lot of time into it. At which point I valued my time. I'm like, my time is my time. I put this in here and somebody just flicks a switch or I say something that somebody doesn't like and I'm kicked off band, whatever. And then you realize that every single thing is pushing you in a direction. Everything at all times is pushing you in a direction. How many times do you need to get punched in the face? What's that saying? If you left your house three out of four times, you got hit in the face with a bucket of shit, you'd stop leaving your house. Right? So there's, 
there's all these things going on and all these things that we want or don't want, and they're representative of what we're doing. So if I don't want to get shadow banned, then I need to do something different, right? It's not like I sit there and just keep doing shit and expect a different result. So now I'm not even going to get mad about being shadow banned. I'm like, it's just another thing. It's dumb, but I don't care about social media. I should be on social media. They should flick the internet off. The world was fine without the internet until the nineties. And people will say, well, your podcast is on the internet. Your cryptocurrency is on the internet. Who fucking cares? Shut it all down because all of it's broken anyway. Right? They want, there's this thing going on right now where they're ta- China's talking about censoring the internet. It got leaked on uh, Epoch Times, if anyone cares to look at that website. How China wants to censor the internet. In Canada, they're talking about Bill C-10, which is straight up internet censorship in Canada. And Trudeau, um, the leader of Canada, leader. Um, he he's like anyone that disagrees with Bill C-10 is clearly wearing a tinfoil hat which is propaganda so all of this stuff exists in the game so why would you get mad like some at some point you chose to play this game so why would you get mad at the game I mean when we're playing games actually playing games how many times have we thrown the controller like at the TV back when the controllers were solid and the TV was a piece of glass and used to stare on Sega Mega Drive like this (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> Just exactly. to go right. <laughs> so that was that was, you know, that that's us getting mad at the game. But the truth of the matter is these things are all diversions. The fact that they're publicly talking about anything that you could possibly know. Basically, there's the side of things that are happening, and then there's the side of things that they're letting you know, and all of it's contrived to give you a contrasting view or a contrasting opinion. And people are like, I'm adamantly this, I'm adamantly that, and what you've got is division. So for them to say that we're going to censor the internet and everyone arguing over them censoring the internet, doesn't matter where you look at it. And I'm a, I'm a straight up victim of censorship. I've lost podcasts. I've lost Twitters. I've lost everything. They've censored me. They've shut me down for the most part because I have opinions that don't agree with theirs. Now, that being said, I'm not going to look at this and go, oh, they're going to censor the internet because that is the distraction. They've already censored the internet. So for you to think that they're going to censor the internet makes you think that they're not already doing it. Mm, no, but it's like I, I keep getting mine, like what you've shared is incorrect. And I, at the beginning, I was like, I felt like I was in class with a teacher tell, marking my work. Mm. Um, and I was just like, well, actually, I know this is correct. <laughs> I, I know, I really know it's correct. Um, and just some of my writing uh, and my experiences that I write about. Um, and I wanted to uh, bring this round because for me, everything that we share, and I know that you do community work, um, but everything that I share, like you were saying before, when, we, when we're sharing this stuff, we're sharing it because whether you need to do a podcast every day or whether I – I need to write every day. Um, like there's so much going on in my head. Like you said, it helps me get my thoughts down. It helps me free up space. It's like I'm taking stuff out of my brain so my brain can, like I can make sense of everything and everything that I'm reading, whether it's in a client's manuscript or whether it's in a, in a book that I'm reading or whether it's what I've written. My process is writing. So it's not yours. It's not a lot of people's. But for me, it helps me make sense. It's 100%. Um, and, and that analogy, not to cut you off, but I, I did, sorry. Uh, that analogy, it, it reminds me of something that's absolutely beautiful, right? There's, we've all heard the story of the professor that put the rocks in the bucket and then he put the sand in and then he put this in. Mm. And can, I, can I do this? Can I do that? There's another one where he just fills it with water and he says, now it's filled to the top. Is there anything else that you can put in this glass? No, not at all. And then he says, unless you do this and he dumps it out and puts it back down and starts filling it again. So your writing is you dumping it out. So it's your thoughts. It's your head. It's you are filled up. And then when you dump it out, you can fill up again. And so the stuff that you've dumped out exists somewhere and is part of the ethos of you, but the new information that's coming in. So yes, you can consistently fill your brain. And that's essentially called working through something. You work through this life. The worst thing is when you're talking about, you know, the repetition. You're talking about all the stuff you see, all the beauty stuff, all the magazines, all the all the, the, the tricks, right? How many times in our life have we heard that a leopard can't change its spot? So you believe that you're stuck where you are. 
Absolutely. Oh, it's the whole reason you're here. You exist yeah. to change and grow. Oh my God. It's like I use the toddler analogy um, because people say, I oh, take baby steps. It's like, but babies don't take steps. Babies are just babies. Toddlers take steps. And every time a toddler falls down and gets back up again, like you've evolved, you've changed. And in every moment, in like every time you like, like you said, work through something like my gratitude. I mean, I call it my gratitude journaling because I'm like, oh my God, what an amazing day, you know, what an amazing conversation or, you know, how beautiful is it that I'm in this space and it is gratitude, but it's a way of, you know, some people say their prayers before they go to sleep. And you know, whether you say my gratitude uh, journaling, you know, and it's like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to have an, an equally awesome day or a more awesome day than today. But Again, it's like I'm putting that energy out there as um, into the ether, into the universe, whatever people want to call it, offering it up to God. Um, and like I said, it's for me, it's about community work and being of service and giving value to people when I write my posts, which I know a lot of people think are far too long and take up far too much time, which leads me to the point when people d can't be bothered, to, don't you laugh? I know that you think they're too long as well. You don't your, posts, your posts have turned into books, books that have helped people. So, yeah. and here's, and here is, here's a growth pattern on that as well, because I don't have the ability to write a book right now. I have a ton of thoughts, but for me to do like, it's gibberish. If you've listened to my podcast, I hop all over the place. I do my best <laughs> to tie it all in, but I, I've got a million thoughts. Because you giggle, you chuckle along and <laughs> well, like your, mind, there, yeah. your mind is racing so quickly. If I'm not, if I'm not on an interview. Yeah, if I'm not on an interview, if I'm just, if I'm just talking to myself, yeah, I'm burning through a million different ideas and there are people that can keep up. And there are people that also think that, that I'm an asshole. Right. And, and both then of there them are people right. that message you yeah, think that I'm in a conversation with you. Yeah. yeah that's the way she goes. <laughs> but when you're putting it out there, um, there's, an impact that it has on people and that does change people's lives. Whether you say that you're, um, you're not. Okay. I want to get this right because obviously I want to get it right because obviously I need to get it right. Cause that's the control freak in me. And like, I've got to get it right. Obviously. The answer is I'm not yeah. them. So what they take you're not them, is entirely up to them. Absolutely. But with what you're doing, cause you, um, you do do a lot of things and you do, uh, give a lot of stuff away you give a lot of baseball caps away i know yes. and you do that in your community i believe i give a lot of stuff away in that sense yeah I, yeah it, it's, so can you tell us more about that or is that off limits i don't i no it's not off limits uh, i do work with uh, i do donate my time to um to things that need help uh, and I'm not, I'm the, you know, every single person has a station in life and every single person is working through something and everybody's doing something. So when it comes to the the work that I do with, with, uh, I guess those that are struggling a little bit more, I don't want to talk about it because it's not, it's not for anything other than for them uh, to, for me, for them. I mean, there's a huge difference between that work and, and business work in a sense where I, I would never want to do that, speak about it and have somebody say you only did it so you could speak about it, which is why I don't want to speak about it. I just want to do it mm. to, to answer that question. So it's not off limits. It's just, there's nothing to talk about really. See, this thing, people think that I'm not a that private person because of some of the stuff I share, but I'm, I am a really private person. Um, and yes, I do share stuff and I do share some things that, some people would consider really quite private but um what i get up to and the people that i help and the things that i do um very much they're not for me to talk about they are not for other people to know about the people that you, we do help and you know the contribution that we make i it is a deeply personal thing in a lot of ways. Now, I, I remember when I asked you about the baseball caps because um, I was being nosy at your background. 
I'm a woman. I'm allowed to be nosy. It's the way it is. Uh, <laughs> I'm also a giant man child. I never had to grow up, you know, and to, to answer Who that question. To grow up? <laughs> well, with regards to that, I did grow up. I did everything I was supposed to do. I had the job. I had the drug addiction. I had the terrible girlfriends. I had all the crap that the world threw at me. And I reverted back. When I found my happiness, I reverted back. And that came from giving. A lot of that came from giving away. Like I, I had this ego that I deserve more. I should be paid more. I'm better than these people at my job. I should get this. I should get that. Fuck, man. I was miserable. So miserable. So the rest of it just became, you know, as I, as I, I would say digressed or devolved back mentally into a place I wanted to be, this was the result. I mean, I'm wearing, ladies and gentlemen, this. Thundercats. Thundercats. That's a Thundercats t-shirt. No. Right. So, <laughs> if I'm speaking from stage or if I'm somewhere, well, not anytime recently because of where we are and the whole fun with COVID, um, I'll wear this under the suit if I have to be presentable, quote unquote, to the, to the masses, because I'm never going to be that guy anymore that they want me to be. I'm simply me, take me or leave me. Uh, and also don't expect me to be the person I was when you met me. Because that guy changes all the time too. So I live in a state of fluidity, fluidity, uh, and that that's a lot more fun than being rigid or, or or living up to some expectation of something that you're supposed to be. You're not supposed oh, to be anything. Oh, that just feels really restrictive. <laughs> like, oh, take off the straight jacket. <laughs> now I know that um, I don't know how long we've been going, and I know that you and I have had some very lengthy conversations in the past and I know that with uh, some of the sacred series we've gone for two hours um, the thing that um, I wanted to also discuss is we truth is something that is all relative um, as we've explained and we've covered on here because of the you know who I am for you who I am for my boys or whoever it's very different for who I am for myself and how I'm I perceive myself how others perceive so when we're looking at truth because obviously this podcast is called the truth theorem um I've had some people say I'm not ready to come on your show yet Dawn you scare me (laughs) like I'm not scary um (laughs) I'm not scary um, I'm not afraid what, what, of you. No. <laughs> I've also come face to face with virtually every single one of my demons so far. You know, I'm sure there's more in there. There has to be, and this this journey doesn't end. So, why does there have to be? There has to be more demons. Why? Because the further you go, the more you uncover. Right. So. It's not that I'm agreeing with you. I'm just asking why. Yeah, for sure. No, and that's the thing because now somebody would say some somebody would say, well, that's that's a limiting belief if you believe there's more demons. Life is trials and tribulations. We exist to experience new things. Where you are right now isn't where you were. Where you are right now isn't where you were a a year ago. The things that you have change the way you perceive what you perceive, and those are the things that you've accomplished. And the opinions that you have and the, the things. This is why right now in, in this day and age, all of the movies and television is garbage. But if you want to see something neat, go back and watch something you watched as a kid and see it from a completely different perspective and through adult eyes or through, mm-hmm. through, through new information eyes. There's no reason that you can't do that and you can't have another great experience. Well, who you are uh, now, it's not who you were this morning. That's right. It's not who you were an hour ago. So for me, like, even though it's called the truth serum, for me, it's like, because the truth is always, it's always evolving. And it's every experience you have, it makes up who you are and nothing is true, but everything is true. No, right. <laughs> like it just looked at me. I was like, what? But that's how I see it for me. None of this is true. None of this is real in a sense, like how I'm experiencing it. Because if, say, for example, you or my mum was sat here experiencing this and my boys were sat experiencing this, it would be completely different. My son would be in the hammock that's sat opposite me. So his view of what I'm seeing is not real. But the interesting thing about that note as well is every single one of those things that you spoke of, your boys, your mom, the background, your scenery, this podcast, this conversation, 
all of it exists purely because of your consciousness. So there's only one truth. And it's not even that you exist. The only one truth in this reality is that I exist. Everything from that moment out is perception of my consciousness. There's only one truth and that I am conscious. Actually, that's a lie because I am conscious isn't even a truth. The truth is consciousness. That's it. An existence, an experience, consciousness. I like. <laughs> mm, I like that. I think that's uh, pretty cool. I don't know whether that's where we end. Um, I've gone Good through. Man. I mean, I was going to talk to you about other things, but I just because I you know, gave like, me the- you gave me a half an hour. I think we've run long. Didn't give you half an hour. I you did thirty minutes. Hour. The messages before, and you're like, "It's going to be thirty minutes." I'm like, "That's awfully short." But all right, there it is. Thirty minutes. Did I say thirty minutes? Yeah. No. Yeah, she's busting my balls, ladies and gentlemen. I just met the woman. She seems nice, though. <laughs> just met me. In fact, I was actually going to ask you because when we met, uh, well, we've not actually met. Um, but, I've never met her, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I've never met the woman. She seems nice, though. Ha <laughs> ha! Twice I got it in there. When you introduce, when your essence introduced itself to my essence, is that what you're referring to? Mm. Yeah. The um, I was in the middle of the Atlantic, um, sailing, and uh, you'd been booked. I'd been booked on your show, um, and then I had to reschedule. Well, I because I was like, oh, I can't do that. I'm sorry I missed your show, but you were gracious enough to uh, rearrange. Um, And there was something that um, someone, because there were several interviews that I'd been booked on uh, at the same time. I think that was in the December. What year? What year is it? 2021 now? 2020. Is it 2019? Yeah. Sailed across the Atlantic in 2019, I think. I go by locations. So I'm just going back through locations I've been in. <laughs> yeah, because I yeah, your agent lady hounded me, uh, and I I ignore those. I don't I don't reply to agents. Yeah, my client would like to fuck that. Um, but sometimes I see them. Uh, yours was one that I was like, I don't know what it was. Maybe that you were out sailing or something like that. But I liked it, and then I didn't think anything of it. I guess you just caught me at a time where I was like, I like the idea of it. And then when I got rescheduled, that that's usually a no, a no, a no bueno for me. Um, it's not an arrogance thing or an ignorance thing. It's just a follow the signs thing. Like if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. Don't, don't pressure it. There's no, there's no, there's no ego in me whatsoever. I just, I just play by my own playbook. Uh, but you, yeah, you ended up coming on months after you were initially booked. I think I just wanted to know what it was like to sail across the ocean. I think that's why you got on the show uh, and write a book. It's amazing. I'll kidnap you. Were you going somewhere with that? <laughs> you started to ask me a question about when we were. <laughs> I didn't well, see, this is why I don't really like prescriptive interviews. I like to dance in the conversation. Who's, with who's on the, the show? <laughs> yeah, but um, the thing is, is that when um, I was a bit upset in some ways because there was um, a few people that had said, that when they when I missed the uh, first interview with them, um, they had this perception of me. Again, the truth thing is how people perceive us and how we perceive the truth. Like you were just saying, it's a, it's consciousness, but is it subconsciousness rather than consciousness? But well, again, like because in the, the reason I say that because one guy in particular. Uh, <laughs> Subconsciousness uh, can only exist through consciousness. It is okay. simply another layer of the fact that you exist. Okay. He was saying to me that, and um, I know that someone else said it to me, and I'm not quite sure who, but um, we had this long uh, conversation on one of the recordings I did with him. Um, and we were discussing how people perceived me because I had 
rescheduled and he said I thought you were just some international bestseller sailing and that we weren't the show wasn't uh good enough like I was I was too good to be on that and I know that you mentioned something similar um earlier in the, this uh, conversation about how there is no fancy pants? pardon did I call you a fancy pants <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think you called me fancy pants. You just said I was barefoot and naked. So. Well, that was earlier today. Yeah, that's right. And it was but you again, that made that implication. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like when we're perceiving things, like. Perceptions are like, funny. I'm not sure where you're going with this, but perceptions are funny. I mean, I get a kick out of the fact that because now we've got, we've introduced a phone number to our show so that you can call in. Right. But there are people that sort of book an appointment or the people that talk to me for the first time that want to, uh, that want to either work with coaching or that want to do something or that, that have asked a question They get me, you know, they, they go through the system and they, 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 I connect with them. And it's funny because they're like, I can't believe I'm talking to you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I've been listening to you for years and now I'm talking to you. I'm like, oh, I'm just a dude, <laughs> you know? And that, you know, that, that's, that's, that is a funny thing because again, I guess we're, you know, we're programmed in this society we're programmed to be like you know celebrities are unattainable therefore anyone that i'm listening to is somebody that's and no i'm not a celebrity anyone that i'm listening to is somebody that's above me and goes into that category like there are a lot of people that that do that and i'm i'm not a celebrity you can send me an email i'll reply to it you know it's not i'm nothing other than who i need to be at the time i need to be it and perception is massive in every aspect of that but again perception is existential to consciousness your entire experience can only be because you exist well my where i was going with that is my perception of the ocean is very different to those who like a friend of mine jane <laughs> she's like you're, you're some kind of crazy bitch she goes i'm just gonna stay on the sand uh, or in the harbor in the marina and watch you sail off with my gin and tonic and i'm like but well, i'm sailing off with your gin and tonic she goes no i'm drinking it watching you go off do so you for remember, me it's a happy place whereas for remember, a lot of people it frightens them do you remember the truman show the movie no, the truman I show I, I haven't really watched tv for a very long time Not okay so, so the truman little. show the Truman Show, they talked about how, you know, there's nowhere to explore. There's no point in going anywhere. It was a, a set where he was on an island town of New Hampshire or whatever. So, like, don't go anywhere. Don't go out there for don't Don't do this. Don't do that. And every single thing that we've seen in our lives mimics this in a sense. People view the ocean the way that Hollywood showed it to them. People that have never seen the ocean think it's massive and it's deadly and we're all going to die. It is massive, right? but so when you get out there and you do your thing, like I've said to you, I remember saying to you in the past, you're like, I'm in the middle of the ocean and I'm swimming. I'm like, isn't it cold? And you're like, nope. It deep down, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of a cool thing. And, you know, it's kind of neat to be completely engulfed in, in, in the water. I mean, it, it, it's oh, neat. It was just amazing. We'd been in the doldrums for about, I don't know, about four or five days and it was so hot. And even the top layer of the water when we jumped off the boat, like just because you'll know that when you go in the water, you do go down a lot further than you actually, but just being on the top of the water, the water was still really hot. And I was like, this is too hot for me. And like, I just dived down and the people were like, where's Dawn gone? And I'm like swimming further down and further down and further down. And I'm like, yes. And it's, I call it Lake Atlantic. It was like the closest land to us was beneath us. And it was just so magical and 360 degree views of nothing but blue. But the ocean changes every moment. I mean, I'm looking at her now and she's glistening and she's sparkling. And like, if we were out there now, we'd be, we'd be doing about 25 knots, which would be pretty cool. Sorry, the wind's doing about 25 knots. So we'd probably be doing about five knots, five or six knots if, we, if we've trimmed the sails proper. Um, and this is the thing, it's like, for me, the perceptions are not realities ever. And what people, like I want to invite, this is an invite-only show, as you know. Um, and I know that there are some people that want to come on the show, but I, I'm like, but you're not, 
for me, I want to make sure that the people that are on the show are willing to go and have the conversations and they're not, we're going to talk about things that are going to disrupt people, but also have a lot of fun with it. Like I had Robert, a dear friend of mine who wrote the forward for my second book. He, you know, he talks about human rights. I've got another young lady coming on um, talking about the prison system. Um, I want to talk about the things that matter. And I really am so grateful that you have helped me um, create this platform and that you've joined me today and um, that (laughs) I can see him watching something. Um, And, you know, having these conversations and actually challenging a lot of the thought processes that, that some people will be having and even the conversations that we have, they challenge me and I enjoy that and I'm really appreciative of that because I like to be challenged. I don't like to, I get bored of hearing the same things over and over again. I, the vanilla conversations, the let's just talk about the superficial stuff, let's talk about the surface stuff. But again, that's my perception of those subjects because my mind is quite, they say my mind is, for the most people kind of to swim is what some people say to me but um i am in a very grateful space to you for joining me today and for helping me get this off the ground um so thank you it's my pleasure to be here thank you i've had a lot of fun with it um i i don't take any credit for anything that you're doing just you know you're trying to pass it to me and, and courteously i get it uh, but it's all you. The only reason that this exists is because you wanted it to happen, because you made it happen, because you found the people you needed to find to create the things that you needed to create. So I'm just, a, in essence, a tool in, in that bookcase uh, for you. Uh, and I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to contribute. I'm happy to be talking to you. I enjoy your, your essence. You're a lot of fun. Little Miss Giggles. Uh, and, and I'm sure this isn't going to be the last time I'm on your show. So I like that too. I hope not. And uh, yes, I am giving you credit because those that do know me know that technology is not my strongest point. (laughs) So those of you who do know me well will know that Adam has probably, along with Jerry, had a bit of a fun time and many eye rolls. And even my children roll their eyes at me very loudly. So thank you very much. And um, I'm hoping that this works. Uh, Like I said, it is at the very beginning of uh, this podcast series and um (laughs) until the next time mr walton how can people i know that i'm going to put like the mental mastery alliance etc all the bits how people can get in touch with you i know it's at the mental mastery alliance on instagram um if you're not shadow banned and they can follow you on facebook um adam r walton um i do like the r um but um how else would you like people to get in touch with you? Just go to the website, Instagram, email. Yeah, that's it. Um, you know, there's a million things that we're doing, uh, but it's not none of it. Like we've changed the whole way that we operate over there as well. So uh, the Mental Mastery Alliance is a series of coaches uh, that can help anyone on any leg of their journey. Uh, and we, we just have fun. So all of our marketing and all of our stuff is over there. There's nothing for sale. Uh, there's some deals. There's some things that we like. Uh, <laughs> that we promote scalar energy, Tesla energy, magic mushrooms, lots of fun there, ladies and gentlemen, um, small things like that. So if you want to go over and check it out, everything that we do, everything that we offer, the podcast, the the, the connection, the messaging back and forth, what have you, uh, all of that's free. Uh, definitely give us a check it, a check out if, uh, if you're interested and that's just the mental mastery alliance.com. Everything links off of that. Um, you don't even need to worry about tagging the Instagram. Uh, just if anyone's interested and they put in the, the legwork, they'll find us. Uh, and and I look forward to connecting with anyone that comes there from here. Cool. Righty ho. Well, I will let you go, and um, I'm gonna go and finish editing another manuscript. But thank you so much. It's Have you figured a out a sign off for yourself yet? No, I may keep up as I go along. No, I I'm not gonna keep my stick on the ice, Mister Adam. That was a hard <laughs> one for me to figure out an absolute sign off. So I just went with what stuck, and uh, it was a stick, and uh, now it now all these episodes into it. I want to get him on the show, Red Green. I want to get him on the yeah, show. Yeah, well, I want to know more about this dude because the only, I mean, I love being on the ice, you know. I mean, either on the water 
whether it's liquid or ice or in the water or under it. I love it. Well, that's but yeah, cool. no, I got banned from the hockey stick, so you know, no surprise there. Then. <laughs> no, I haven't got an ending. I'm just going to say thank you and uh, yeah, happy days. Be happy blessed, to be here. everybody. All right then. Ciao, ciao. I don't know how to end the recording. Hang on a minute. <laughs> we really hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Truth Serum Podcast. You can follow Dawn directly through her Instagram account, instagram.com forward slash real Dawn Bates. This is an invitation-only podcast. That said, if you would like to speak with us or come on the show, please send an email through hello at dawnbates.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Remember to like and subscribe to stay fully up to date. Sharing is caring, so share away. Until next time, folks, grab a good book, see a sunset, and expand your knowledge and experience.